Shut up and sit down. Alright, welcome to another episode of Business Bros. We got Jose here from Visionary Media Corp. How's it going, guys? What's going on, Thank Jose? Thank you guys for having me. Oh, of course, dude. So we, we met Jose through uh, through Zavi. Through Zavi, right? yep. I, I think I actually met Jose at the Big Block Realty yes. event. Mm-hmm. But you were holding a yeah, camera. Yeah, we were going back in the footage and we were like, when did we meet him? When did we meet him? And then we were watching the highlights. I was like, that's him. That's him. Right there. Yeah. Right there. <laughs> and they, they caught a little glimpse of the uh, business card. That was kind of yeah, cool. Yeah, the yeah. Tiniest little yeah. Thing. yeah. The tiniest little thing. No, no, no. But it was cool, dude. So... So we met Jose at the Big Block Realty event, and um, when we did the, the interview with Zabi, we did it at, at the Symphony Towers Symphony office, Towers. right? Yeah. And, and I mean, we kind of just went from there. We're like, dude, I think we would be a good mix together. We need to get you on the show. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Boom. Here we are. Now we're here. Now we're here. Yeah. So first of all, tell us a little bit about what you do at, uh, what is it? Visionary, Visionary Media Corp. Visionary Media yeah. Corp. Sorry about that. So what we uh, do is social media marketing. So okay. we obviously, we do a full service. So we create the content, we do the images, the photography, the video, uh, run the campaigns, and pretty much everything that you need to, in the, in the new way of uh, doing business, that's pretty much what we do. Do you have a specific industry that you go after? Are you targeting real estate that, agents? Yeah, I would say that 95% of our clients are real estate professionals. Nice. And we have an entrepreneur in Texas, and then we have another real estate agent in Texas as well. So we're actually outside of so you're, just you're, California. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty crazy. Yeah. I'm imagining they're, they got the video content that they're putting together, and then you're you're repurposing a lot of the video content. Well, the funny thing is that they actually fly me out. Oh. Yeah, they actually pay for my travel, my food, my hotel, nice. everything. Yeah, this year has been really uh, a great year in terms of like travel because I've never done it prior to this year. <laughs> so ever since I launched my company, I've been to Nayarit, uh, New York, Connecticut, Arizona, Texas, just, these are all yeah, clients, these are all flying, just clients flying me out, man. That yeah, is it's awesome. Amazing. They want to document what's going on. Yeah, they basically want me to just document the whole thing and then just create a video from it. All right. Yeah. Well, okay. So all that is well and good, right? Yes. I mean, you are documenting a lot of people in their industries, helping them get big. But where did you come from? I mean, <laughs> I mean, there's, there's something behind, right? There, nobody ever talks to the guy behind the camera. They yeah, just look exactly. at the camera. They talk into the mic. But what about the guy holding the camera? What, where, yeah, where'd so, you come from? So my background, I was actually um, on my way to become a loan officer. That was that's what I saw as like me being able to change my life kind of mm-hmm. in a sense. And so I was an intern for about a year and a half at this mortgage company. And I was just doing what I would love, which was like being behind the camera, taking pictures, creating videos. And although I wasn't that good at the time, it was my passion. You know, mm-hmm. I discovered my passion, but I I come from like a very limited mindset background. So I couldn't see that as like a career, you know. That's uh, funny because yeah. your company's name is Visionary, exactly, right? Exactly, <laughs> exactly. And all this comes from like very recent, you know what I mean? Like all this shift, like just to believe in myself, it's just super recent. Um, but yeah, so going back to the story, I passed my real estate license, um, and then on my way to getting my, uh, loan officer license, I actually took the test twice and failed. And the third time I was like, you know what? Like I'm going to pass it this time. The, and you I know failed what, though, it again. That, okay. Pause right there. Cause I get a lot of, I mean, I work with a lot of students, right? I look, work with a lot of people and failure is one of those things that really 
stops people. Yeah. I mean, and you're talking about failing not once, not twice, three times. Three times. Dude, that, and, and you still keep going. <laughs> so, I mean, before you even push on, that's already a testament to what you're doing. <laughs> I mean, just to that, have man. that drive to continue, because yeah. I'm telling you, dude, people get kicked in the nuts and they never come back. No, man. And it's true. Yeah, and so... I failed a third time and I really took it as like devastating. You know what I mean? Because like in my eyes, getting that license was the only thing that was going to change my life. Mm-hmm. Like that was the only option that I had. And if that wasn't for me, then how was it that I was committing myself to seven days a week working uh, two times, two, two, two of those days at that uh, uh, mortgage company, five days at my regular job, which I was working at a bakery. I was making little to no money. At the same time, I was prepping for like a fitness competition. So I was like piling all this stuff on me, and I was just going like that. Was just very, very determined. Hold up, hold up, hold up! You working at a bakery and preparing for a fitness competition? Yep, yep. <laughs> I want to know what you eating, dude. <laughs> How does that work? I I'm want not, that diet. Yeah, <laughs> but lots, actually, of carbs, lots of carbs. Yeah, well, I think it's like one of those things where you like see it all the time, so you no longer crave it. Yeah, you yeah. Know what I mean, like you're literally there making it, so it's like. I worked at a bank, but it didn't stop me. From <laughs> That's a different story, bro. That's a different story. <laughs> yeah, so um, I, I was I was really devastated after that happened. You know what I mean? And I I literally broke down. Like I remember having this conversation with my wife, and I was like, "Well, if 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 this is the only thing that it's for me, like like why is God not allowing me to to like to pass this?" You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And it's funny because I always go back to this story. Have you guys ever watched the movie Moana? Moana, the, yeah, 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 yeah. So Disney you know, movie, right? yeah, the Disney movie. Yeah. So you know how she thinks that she needs to go a certain way to find Maui. Which yeah. Is, so Maui is like the main character that she's trying to seek for, right? And through the whole process, the storm happens and destroys her ship and ends up wrecking her into this like island that she wasn't even supposed to be in. That's but life. that's where she found uh, Maui. Right. Right. So that's that life. was my life. Yeah. Like I was chasing something where I mentally thought that I needed to go. And then God took me from that, destroyed that vision, took me somewhere completely different. And that's how I found out my passion. That's how I found out that I can make a living out of, you know, videos and social media and all that stuff. Because to that extent, I was involved in real estate, but I was still kind of like on, on, on the outside of it. So I was seeing it a completely different perspective. They were playing the game. I was like on the sidelines analyzing everything. So that really gave me the insight of like, okay, well these guys aren't really doing it the right way like they're still trying to doing it the traditional way but on social media and that's just not going to work you know moving forward so from there uh long story short i continue to do that Uh, and like i said the whole story the whole like moana story the president of the company actually ended up giving a call to the uh, area manager at that office and he gave me a job doing social media marketing for the whole corporation nice and that's when it just like solidified everything so so i mean that call didn't come from you just happen to come and apply for the job you've yeah. been doing the grunt work yeah before that for right? about a you've year been, and a half you've been yeah. doing a lot of things so you were already taking yeah. pictures you were already doing some stuff. yeah it just you were doing it because you like to do it exactly it wasn't necessarily what you were intending on doing exactly the storm hit you yeah the storm hit me it took me to the to the right place dude that's, that's yeah a, that's a a lot of people struggle with having a, a destination in mind, right? Yeah. I mean, I work with a lot of 17-year-old kids, and they think the next path every single time is, I'm going to go to university, I'm going to get a good job, yeah. and that's it. I'm set. 
they don't really understand that life is going to throw curveballs at exactly. you the all process. the time, yeah. right? The journey and what you're doing you're, you're, along the way has way more value, right? The work, exactly. ethic, the work ethic you have. Who you become through the whole process is what, what's yeah, the most important part. Yeah. yeah. All right. So yeah, how so, did you gain this vision? Because, okay, now you're in. Now you've been dubbed, yeah. you know, somebody, you know, got the sword and, and you know, yeah. anointed you. <laughs> Social media guy. Exactly. Then what? From there, um, I started working at the company, and it really started opening my eyes again as to it just solidified what I originally thought, which was they weren't using it effectively. Like they were still using like the cookie cutter way of like marketing, which was like the flyers and mm-hmm. you know the mm-hmm. uh, pitching online and things like that. And, and it, that's not really the way to do it. You know, what I mean, it's now more of providing value first, and then you get the business. You create that Absolutely. that person to person relationship. And so I was there for for a little while. I mean, it was one of the jobs that really gave me the vision to really believe in myself. You know what I mean? Because after like you're literally getting hired from the president of the company, he's calling you so that you can take that position. Yeah, that's you know a mean? big. That yeah. to me that was like, oh crap! Like you know what people taught me in high told me in high school and middle school is irrelevant. Like I'm not huh. like I'm meant to be something, you know what I mean? So that really gave me the ability to dream bigger and want more for my life. And so I learned a lot of like the ins and outs. Uh, I learned the whole compliance portion of it. I learned like you know what you can and cannot say, the lingo. Mm-hmm. So through this whole process, like I learned like the conversations. Like I know what to say to a real estate agent. I know what to say to a mortgage professional because I speak the same language. Although I'm from the media background, that has really given me the like the upper hand to be able to gain relationships and clients because of that because i understand them yeah you, you know had the mean? same lexicon right exactly yeah because uh i mean we talk we we have it in our intro every single time problems cannot be solved by the same level of thinking that created yeah, them right i love that quote so you know people you know it's an einstein quote but people in the real estate industry don't understand they have a problem even though yeah. their ratios may be off right 100 like i like i always trip out when people say something like i close five out of the ten you know listing appointments i go on really so you fail Right, yeah. you're you're at fifty percent, so you're failing, and you're proud of that, right? How do you increase that? How yeah. do you make it better? Yeah. And if no one's pointing you in the direction, like maybe you're approaching this the wrong way, maybe you haven't, you know, maybe you haven't developed your pre-listing package, maybe yeah. you don't have a process in place, maybe your social media is not reaching I'll out, point, and you're yeah. not converting these things that you could be converting. Like, you know, what can we do to make it better? And until you open their eyes to see to that, that yeah, exactly, they don't know the problem exists. Yeah, and I think that's what comes with a lot of like the the transition that's happening now because when when you come into the real estate uh industry you're being taught by the ones who have been in it for the past 20 30 years Mm -hmm. so you develop their own habits without realizing that you're actually kind of limiting yourself in that aspect because you know that you are the new generation of how things are going to be done Mm -hmm. but you mold yourself to how things have been done because of their experience yeah but the reality is that that experience although it's valuable and it's it's it, it plays a lot into your growth but just the approach is irrelevant. You know oh, 100%, I mean? dude. I mean, think about this. First of all, agents that have been in the industry for 10, 20 years are doing something right, exactly. right? So yeah. it's not that they're doing anything wrong. And we're not saying that they're doing anything no, wrong. No, not at all. You know, they're doing the, the nitty gritty. They are building relationships. They're mm-hmm. knocking on doors. They're picking up phones. They're doing those things well. Exactly. What they're not doing well is they're putting their face on a billboard. Yeah. They're putting their face on, you know, uh, bus benches, yeah. right? They're they're sending out mailers. Look, those things are the old school way of doing yeah. things. Mm-hmm. They may still work for a generation that's phasing out. Exactly. Right? I exactly. mean, we were talking about the other day where we have, uh, was 
is it 12,000 baby boomers that are entering retirement every single day for the next few years and eventually these people are going to die off yeah. and the people who are going to acquire those assets where those assets are transitioning are going to be the generation that we're targeting today exactly. that we're using you know uh, I, I saw a statistic the other day or I mean uh, they were talking about billboards and, and walking around I think it was actually Gary Vee and he's like yeah. How, why would you put a billboard when, when I'm not on their phone. It, when yeah. I'm in my car and I'm not driving yeah. I'm on my phone exactly. I never see that thing yeah. right the new generation is using social media that's where our connections are yeah. being enhanced and made better 100% and yet you're on there saying oh hi and yeah. you know posting pictures of your food like you gotta <laughs> like, make the most of exactly. the, the entire connection I think it's just shifting people's like consumer mindset to like a like a targeted like mindset kind of yeah. thing like an intent you have exactly. to have an intent in everything that you do so even like the relationship that you build like do everything strategically you know what i mean like partner yourself with with the people that you know they're going to bring some sort of value to you as you are to them absolutely you know what i mean yeah and so yeah so uh i was there for a couple of months um i'm not really going to go into detail uh, of what happened but long story short, I just I just felt limited. You know what I mean? I was like, I know that the next way of doing things is going to be completely different from what compliance and regulations well, want you me were, to do. You were an employee then, Yeah, right? exactly. Yeah, yeah. So, so what I started doing is that on the side, I started uh, building my own book of business. So I picked up my first client, and that just gave me the confidence to just like, I'm like, if I can do this with him, I can do this with other people. All you need is one. Yeah, all you need is one. It's just that one shot that's willing to <laughs> give you that opportunity. And from there i got it to the point where my side hustle in a sense made the same amount of money that i was making at that corporation you know all of a sudden, all of a you, sudden have, you have exactly. leverage right? yeah so now it was like shit like i need to i need to make that jump you know what i mean like i need to take this opportunity you don't so, have a choice yeah i don't have a choice it's either now or never because i also saw that if i waited too long somebody was just going to come in and take that take that spot from me yeah, you know, so absolutely. I knew coming into launching Visionary and developing this company was knowing that it was pretty much like an open field in a sense. And if I waited too long, somebody else was going to come in and just take it from me. You know, and I and I did not want to take that risk. So I developed Visionary. Um, I put up my two weeks notice. I took a fifty thousand dollar pay cut to you know be launch Visionary, and I just went all in, man. I was scared. I mean, this has been the first year that I have ever been independent on my own. Um, prior than that, I always just had jobs, mm -hmm. some, some something stable in a sense. And it was scary, man. But I knew that if I did it, I, I believed in my vision. So that's why I took that risk. Yeah, yeah, I knew that it was an open field. So that's why I decided to take that that shot, you know, and literally within three days i picked up another client and i increased my income and it just like solidified that even more so i just kept going and kept going and i kept going and so we just started you know becoming a like a household name in the real estate industry well i'm, I'm glad you were able to break those bonds dude i mean there's a lot of people who fear living employment yeah. right they don't want to go out and, and and it's it's kind of you know counterintuitive there but you have a I relate it to prison, mm. right? So in prison, you have maximum security prisons, yeah. right? So they tell you when to get up. They tell you when to shower. They tell you when to eat. They tell you to do everything, yeah. right? And it's maximum security. Unfortunately, what you don't have is freedom. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And and, and that's and, practically what it and is. And that's kind of the thing, right? Yeah. People get tied into that security. They get tied into having that paycheck, and they, they give up their freedoms 
because they're susceptible to that paycheck. Exactly. So at some point, you kind of got to let go. Dude, giving up a $50,000, I mean, that's a huge <laughs> yeah, pay cut. That's yeah, somebody's yeah, entire annual yeah, salary yeah. at some point, right? That's a huge And the risk. funny thing is that, like, coming from the background that I come from, it's like achieving $100,000 a year was like, that's you've made it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And as soon as I hit that, it wasn't what I wanted and what I expected. So uh, that's the whole other reason why I took that jump. You know what I mean? It's... I knew that I, I had to play the long-term game. You know what I mean? Like, in, if I really wanted to develop something bigger than just that paycheck, I had to take that risk. You were married at the time, right? Yes, I was married and my daughter. Oh, man. And I, my daughter was about two years. All right, kudos yeah. to your relationship because yeah. that's, a, that's a big... <laughs> I don't even want to know how you how you dropped that bomb. By no, the way, well, babe, we're taking a pay cut and yeah, I know we got to buy baby formula and diapers, <laughs> but uh, it's okay. Yeah. And <laughs> we're going to make it. Yeah. Make it. Well, and keep in mind, like, like my expenses was almost that income that was coming in yeah so that was also like another risk that i was taking mm. you know what i mean so it's like if this doesn't work like i'm we're done yeah we're literally done but like yeah i mean as much as i want to take credit for everything that i've done and you know just having the capacity to just jump and you know go after things like my wife has been like a huge factor into who i am today mm -hmm. because she's blindly believed in me like since the beginning 100 <laughs> like, support oh, yeah man like like I was, <laughs> there's something that I've never really talked about. I've never really been voiced voiced about. But I was in 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 jail for a couple of months, and when I came out of jail, I had nothing. I had no job. I had no money. My wife was like paying our bills. She was paying our rent, our cell phone, driving us to work. She literally got me a job. She's a rock. Yeah, man. She yeah. was my rock during that time. And from right then and there, I promised myself that I would never allow us to get back to that. You know what I mean? Like mm -hmm. for me to allow myself to to do that again. And what I did is that I actually borrowed three hundred dollars from my wife, and I bought clothes off of eBay, and I just started reselling them to my friends here locally, so I can make extra money. Nice, yeah. but that's <laughs> so, a true. Yeah. That's the heart of a true yeah. hustler right there, dude. <laughs> so that was like my first little thing, and then from there, she actually got me a job working at this like uh, a Chinese food place, and from the money that I was getting from there, I started you know piling up some like savings. And I just started uh, flipping cars. I started flipping cars wow. for a little bit. I got a, I, my brother-in-law got me a job at that bakery. So I made a little bit more money there. And while I was working there, my brother-in-law was actually an accountant for this like distribution company. And they used to get butter and like stuff that we would need at that bakery for a lot cheaper. So what I would do is that I would actually pay him for his uh, wholesale cost, and I would sell that to my uh, employer for like a cup for like ten bucks each. Yeah, yeah, just per, to make a box. little bit on. Yeah, top, it's yeah. like I would make like fifty, sixty bucks a week. It's a win-win though. Yeah, yeah. one <laughs> so, of them gets the wholesale yeah. rate, the other one gets it at a little a, bit a of little a bargain. Cheaper, and yeah, you get the spread. exactly. That's you know? hustler yeah. all the way through, dude. <laughs> But so, see, that's the thing, though. Look, look. when you're building visionary, it requires that you have some of these sales skills, yeah. that you're able to talk to people, that you're able to find the margins in things yeah. that may not exist. It's a creativity exactly. thing. It's a it's a huge innovation into whatever it is that you're doing. Because what do you charge for something like that? I don't exactly. know, right? What's, it, what's the value for it? I don't know. But you've been able to, you know... It might not have been a college, but it's a real life degree yeah, in sales, yeah. right? Hustling everything from a little bit of clothes yeah. to cars to butter. Yeah, <laughs> right? exactly. Right? And you know what the funny thing dough. is right now? Right now that you're <laughs> saying to make this, some dough. Yeah, right now that you're saying this, like I had actually called the company Butter Bros. No, so butter just how you, yeah, funny. so just how you guys are business bros. That's what I called the company at that time. Funny. Um, but yeah, so it, those little like uh, 
scenarios like really gave me the ability to like take this jump and through every single thing that i did like bro like i lost money like flipping cars Mm -hmm. you know what i mean i was taking time away from my family like my daughter was just born at the time but my wife was still very like uh supportive of everything Mm -hmm. you know what i mean and like kudos to her because it takes a lot like you have to be a strong woman in order to be able to like deal with a person like myself yeah. like you know what i mean because like i'm very passionate and i'm very all in yeah like, if i'm in with something like i'm doing it like a hundred i'm giving it everything and if i'm not the same thing like yeah. you know that's just don't even try yeah i don't have a mill yeah and <clears throat> once i have once i set my my mind to something like i'll see it through and because i had the ability to demonstrate that with like the smaller things which was like the butter company the car company not car companies but the car flipping and the butter all those really set me up for this opportunity mm-hmm. you know yeah. because if i hadn't proven to her that i see things through i don't think she would have like no no yeah she wouldn't you, have supported you have to me. show that you follow yeah. up right if you don't follow exactly. through with everything that you do yeah oh another one yeah right? exactly you have some results along that, and the way. that's what it gets to yeah it's just like another one like yeah. you know oh well here we go again you know what i mean mm-hmm. just a waste of time but that really set me up uh, for success for me to be able to take this uh, opportunity that i saw yeah, yeah, no, I mean, if not having that support would really stop you from doing things, right? 100%. I mean, because you're married and you have a kid. Yeah. If she were to say, no, don't do that, you need to stick to that job. Exactly. Like, you never would have left. Exactly. Right? The security was there, the market was there, but now you have control over your own future. Exactly. Now the sky's the limit. Yeah, There, 100%. 100 grand was the limit. Yep. Right? 100%. Now you have, you have the ability to go out and do whatever you want. Exactly. That's what we tell real estate agents all the time is, you know, you get trapped on doing the one, two, three, four deals a year, right? Why are you stopping there? Yeah. You have the ability to do much more. Much more. You have to add value. You have to be able to give your clients more than just a transaction. Yeah. I think that's what you're offering the agents exactly. is the ability for the client to see, look. The value. When yeah. you hire me. It's not just me, the agent. Yeah. It's me, the media company, me, the staging company, yeah. me, the lending team. There's an entire thing that you're getting, and it's worth this value, right? Exactly. It's worth yeah. this much to you. But it's worth much more. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, well, to the agent, I mean, it's way worth yeah. more, right? Yeah. Because every one transaction, when done correctly, can lead to four or five more 100%. transactions yeah. if you do it right. If you just stick a sign in the yard and put some flyers in there, you'll probably get the transaction sold, but that's it. You're done, right? You're in a business to scale. And if you're in a business to scale, you need to have the proper marketing, the proper business, the proper process behind it to make it happen. Yeah. And that's the thing that I see a lot. Like everybody wants to, uh, not everybody. You know I mean? There's like a lot of like rock stars that are like crushing it. You know what I mean? By the time that they close one, they already have three lined up. Yeah. But Mm -hmm. not a lot, not a, not a lot of people have that mindset. You know what I mean? Like they're just really focused on that one. And once that one is over, they have to start all over every single and time. building that momentum is a lot harder than sustaining it absolutely you know what i mean and you know so through this whole process like the biggest thing that i have learned for myself is just to endure it you know what i mean like this has this year has been the best year of my life and at the same time the toughest year of my life mm-hmm. because oh, yeah, you probably worked yeah. your ass off it, it's an emotional <laughs> roller coaster man it's an emotional roller coaster because yeah, you get to experience such highs that when you experience lows, they're amplified. Yes. Mm-hmm. Everything is amplified. You know, and and if you're not emotionally strong, you're just like you're well, done. No, you're an entrepreneur. So from one entrepreneur <laughs> to the other, I can honestly tell you, and you'll understand, 
that you don't shut off. Mm, you don't. <laughs> right? There's no off switch. When you're an employee <laughs> and you clock out, you're done. Yeah. But when you're an entrepreneur, whatever goes on in your day, whatever little drama, whatever little fire you need to put out, it never ends. Exactly. You're just thinking about, is it a big fire? Or is it a little fire? Yeah. Do I prioritize this one or do I not prioritize exactly. this one? But it's never ending. It's never ending. You're always learning something every single day. And the more success you have, the bigger the fires. Exactly. <laughs> the bigger the fires you have to put out, definitely. So uh yeah you know so one of the things that i that i really wanted to demonstrate this year was like the ability of like although you're a new real estate agent or you know you've been in the business for a couple of years you can really blow up without needing the 10 15 years of experience mm -hmm. it's just really being able to have the capacity to leverage social media you know what i mean because literally social media is your resume like people are searching when they're searching for you your facebook pops up your instagram pops up mm -hmm. so you're not necessarily going to 100% of the time get business organically through Instagram. Obviously you'll have those unique transactions, mm -hmm. but just the really the like the back end marketing portion of it, it's what's really going to solidify you as as if you were have been already in the business for 20 30 years. Absolutely. You know I mean? and, Absolutely. Yeah, and like you know working alongside you know Kayton, Zabi and Gabe like Gabe is like really crushing it. Like he's really setting the standard as to like how you can be in the business for a couple of years and become a rock star. Mm -hmm. you know what i mean because of leveraging social media and it's 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 massive and it's so much fun to see that because this year i've I've had to eat a lot of shit too you know because like not everybody has the capacity to see that vision to see how social media can actually help you and you know build your brand and like mm -hmm. com completely turn you into the rock star that you never thought you could become well, let's face it uh, the millennial title has a negative connotation to yeah, it yeah right but the millennials are not 16, 17, 18 year olds anymore. Yeah. They're 28, yeah. 29. Yeah. You know, mm -hmm. they're be they're becoming of age. Exactly. So you need to understand where the market's at yeah. and what they do. And if you don't understand where the attention is, yeah. you're falling behind. Exactly. I don't care how old you are. I don't care if you're a 22 year old coming into the business or you're a 60 year old on your way out of the business. Mm. You want to continue to get new clientele. You exactly. need to understand where the eyeballs yeah. are. Yeah. And one of the things that I did this year strategically was like like i like i told you earlier like i left a lot of money on the table you know initially but what i did the best was get myself inside that door mm -hmm. you know what i mean so in, in the right doors. in the right doors because what i would do is that because obviously sometimes like getting to the right person it takes it takes a lot of work right because mm -hmm. they're not just open to anybody so to really grab their attention you have to really do something that help makes you stand out so what I would do is that I would go after someone who was within their circle, offer them a free video or like a free something. Mm -hmm. And because I knew and I was aware that the person that I really wanted to go after was going to see it too. Right. And now that was going to pique their interest nice. because of what I did. Right. And right. that led me into like, you know, the, some of like the top mortgage loan officers in the, in, in, so wait, in the nation, you're giving value yeah. to get value. A hundred percent. My investment. <laughs> what a concept, yeah. right? Yeah. <laughs> like my, giving value to get my value. cost per client was a video, which is something you would have done for yeah, free. It's, I'm so my, it's my passion. Right. Yeah. That's incredible. Yeah. That's incredible. Dude. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you, you know, there's a lot of people who struggle with that. Yeah. They think that everything they do has to have a monetary value. Mm -hmm. And again, that Not comes instant. from that comes from the maximum security mindset. Yeah. Right. Because I exchange my time for money. My time is worth money. Yeah. But the real success comes from providing value. That's exactly. why we like to do the podcast. Yeah. We want to give value to the listener right yeah. we want to give value to the agents that are out there to insurance real estate mm -hmm. whatever mm -hmm. it is because the more we give 
the more we will receive. And it's yeah. not always monetary. It could be attention. Yeah. Right? And that's Relationships, exactly, connections, yeah. all that. that all that plays a bigger... It's, it's, a, it's about the long-term game. You know what I mean? Like this year, my biggest thing was, in, was just to make a name for the company and for myself. Like to build the relationships with the right people because mm-hmm. come 2019 everybody's going to start jumping on social media even more. Like 2018 was just kind of like the ones who really saw it, we're going to take that opportunity. But 2019, the ones that saw the ones that did it on 2018 and what they did for their business, now they're going to start jumping we're on copycats. 2018. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's always going to be the yeah. way it's, the way it is. Yeah. But you're positioning position yourself myself. at the forefront yes, of exactly, that. Exactly. Exactly. That was the whole name of the game since day one of the company to position ourselves to be the authority in the industry before being an authority was even a thing yeah. you know and I mean? that took building the relationships yeah. with the right people exactly exactly and it has really allowed me to like connect myself with like other individuals who see the same thing you know what i mean and it's beautiful because like to an extent having this vision in your head you kind of feel alone at times you know a lot I mean? of times yeah a lot mm. of the times you feel alone you're like man like am i really the only one that thinks this like am i the only one that is experiencing this and then once you put yourself out into the world and you bring back the people that are that connect with you and have sort of somewhat of like a same mindset as you do and you just bond with them it's like it's a relationship that you can't you can't buy like no. you can't buy that connection at all all right so we're rounding our bend on time here so how do people get a hold of you how do how do we get you know uh, visionary media to come out and do stuff for us so uh we have a website, but we really only use the website because it's still a thing. Uh, yeah. I don't really believe in it. Um, and uh, But obviously, yeah, to, to be able to Facebook pixel people. So that's, that was the biggest reason why we used a, a website. Um, but you can find us at visionarymediacorp.com. Uh, we're the same on Facebook and the same on Instagram. So at Visionary Media Corp on Instagram and Facebook. And for my personal is your social media guy, at your social media guy. Perfect. At your social media guy. Yeah. Sweet, because, you know, we're gonna be doing a lot more work together. Yes, sir. So uh, I might, I'm, I'll throw it out there. I might be ahead of the game, but you know, podcasting is one of those media uh, that's gonna get into the game yeah. pretty big here too. Yeah. Same thing, it's gonna follow suit. So we're joining the same thing as Visionary Media yeah. and partnering with them to do more things for more yeah. agents along 100%. the way. Hundred percent. So uh, yeah, yeah, dude, I'm excited. Thanks for being on the show. Oh, I appreciate dude. you guys having I mean, me. Again, another great story, right? I mean, coming from, I mean, literally started from the bottom, now you're here, yep. right? Yeah. <laughs> but and it's a process, you know what I mean? Like, there's still a, a lot to go. I think 2019 is going to be a good year. Yeah. Um, this year, I did a lot of learning and, you know, believing a lot of belief in myself and just putting myself out there. And look, anybody out there listening, you can do the same thing. You could start 100%. at the donut shop bodybuilding. Yeah. and get to where you get to where you want to be right it's you're not handcuffed right what happened (laughs) yesterday is done yes what happens tomorrow is completely up to you and it's in your hands right takes a little bit of vision takes a little bit of vision that's all it takes oh vision and action there you go action action Action. 100 percent all right guys make sure uh if you guys have any questions and for whatever reason you can't get a hold a hold of jose Shoot me or James an email, Hernan yep. at csfirst.com or James at csfirst.com. Yep. Follow us on our social media feeds at Business Bros Pod. But that's all we got for you guys today. Peace. Bye-bye. Awesome. And I'm out.